It's Monday the 8th of November 2021. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to The Week in Iceland, the programme that asks what's been happening in Iceland this week, why it happened and why we should care. My guest this week is the entertainer and radio and television presenter Felix Bergson. Welcome to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, We are now in the second and final week of the COP26 Climate Summit in Glasgow and therefore the climate crisis has been very much in the headlines again this week, including news of a green investment commitment by Icelandic pension funds and a new European grant for carb fix. The coronavirus has been front page news as well, with Landspitali bringing back its internal danger alert, face masks already back, and other restrictions coming in on Wednesday, as well as the announcement of booster shots for all over 16s who want them. Drink spiking has also been in the headlines, with 10 cases under police investigation and a new partnership between police and hospital announced to hopefully tackle this disturbing practice. The rifts within the Epling Union continue to be exposed one by one following the resignation over a week ago of union leader Solveig Anna Jonsdottir. The Preparatory Parliamentary Credentials Committee did not finish its work last week and did not announce its findings this weekend as hoped. The committee chair says meetings will continue this week and that the final conclusions are probably a week away at least. Freya has arrived and she becomes the first Icelandic Coast Guard vessel ever to be based outside of Reykjavik. It's an important change and a sign of the times, the agency says. And finally, the story that prompted perhaps the biggest response of the week, uh, it's the news that Akureyri Council has voted to ban outdoor cats. <laughs> Where would you like to begin? It's, it's, all, the big, it's all the big matters. I think, uh, I think we should start in Glasgow. Mm. Uh, I listened to Auður Anna Magnusdóttir, who is the uh, chair or the, 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 the managing director of Landvernd. Uh, I don't know what you call that in English, you know, the, 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 the organization. I, I usually, when I'm writing about it, I call it the Landvernd um, Environmental Protection NGO. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there you are. But she was very direct this morning when she was when she basically said that that uh, that Iceland had had uh, given a blank page uh, to the to the the Glasgow summit that mm. there was nothing that Iceland had brought to the table and so that was a very very kind of shocking statement to have. And she's the predis- sorry the. She's taken on the role from the current environment minister exactly. who used so, to be in her position. So, so they really are pushing and saying that we are not bringing enough to the table. So it's it's it's. Uh, she basically said it was shamefully uh, Iceland Iceland in, input was was shamefully em- empty, but at the same time she said, of course, there is still leeway to uh, to put something on the table in mm. the next few months or or, or you know uh, when these agreements will be made. But at the moment, very little. She said. Uh, we, we very much stick to seems to we stick to the rhetoric that we are green and that our energy is green and and that we are doing you know uh, uh, this and that because we are so green but uh, we really need to uh, take part mm-hmm. uh, like everybody else. So it was you know I'm 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 a total you know I, I I come at it you know not knowing very much about these matters but I was very surprised to hear this this morning. So I was I, I'm I'm sure this will be discussed this week. Yeah. It is the the bigger of the two weeks. Sorry, it is the bigger of the two weeks. Things exactly. come to a head, and yeah, then we exactly. a joint declaration. No, exactly at the end. So it will be it will be interesting, but it, it really ties in with uh, the fact that there is a new government in the in the pipelines, and uh, uh, that will also be very interesting to see what they will come up with in their treaty or in their in their agreement. 
uh, when it comes to these matters, because this is really the the, the, the big the big matter of the day. Mm. And we've discussed on this show before what this might mean for this current summit, because the government is there now under the guises of the old government, uh, but they will soon become a new government. No, exactly. I mean, they and, are. And they, what their emphases will be. It is the same parties, and and it will be very interesting to see how the treaty will look, especially when it comes to the the environmental issues. I mean, there are many issues. I mean, it is incredible that you have the the conservatives and the left greens working together. You know, in such close collaboration. Collaboration. They seem to be really confident and 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 uh, comfortable, both of them, in that in that. Uh, mm. And uh, many people would say they are comfortable about uh, the status quo. You know, no, nothing, nothing will happen. We'll just go on as as uh, you know everything is, and nothing changes. Uh, and uh, that's very much how you know how many see this this government. No new it, ideas. Everything kind of just uh, as it always was. Yeah, and there are those who would argue that is exactly what people voted for. Totally, exactly, and I think that I mean I think that's the reason. I think, and I think there's a huge failure on uh, the on behalf of the the the, uh, the opposition. I mean, they just totally failed in this in these elections. They they really didn't bring anything to the table that people felt that they really need to vote for. So, mm. so here we are, status quo. So it will be very interesting to see how they how they will treat the environmental issues when it you know when 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 we see the when we see the agreement between the parties. Now we've got almost no information about the coalition talks really. Yes. Yeah. Um my guess is the only one of the only safe guesses you can make is that the environment ministry will stay with the left greens. Seems likely to me. Yes, I think that seems likely. It's, I mean, I think I think uh, I mean there has been a lot to talk about uh, the conservatives wanting to take health, uh, and I mean the left greens are in a in a worse position mm. because they are now the smallest of the three, and uh, they have less kind of. Uh, yeah, less pool basically. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see how how it all goes. I think I think uh, Framsókn or the 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 central party will the progressive party yeah, the progressive mm-hmm. party will very much want to just um, uh, concentrate on the the child ch- child the children issues that they were focusing on in the last and then because that really helped them in the election totally mm-hmm. it did it was quite interesting to see how that that kind of how that how that uh, ticket really helped them to win the election and also I, I mean they they go for their typical stuff roads <laughs> mm. uh, infrastructure in the in within the uh, within in the countryside especially. Mm. So that's going to be, and that's their party leader who has been the minister for that. Exactly, and, and exactly. May continue. Yes, exactly. I think so. I think that it's not the most glamorous ministry, though. No, but that's very much where they want to be. I mean, they feel there is power there to be had, and mm. a lot of power. I think. Yeah, so that's going to be infrastructure, yeah. power, all goes together. Exactly, yeah, literally. In exactly. fact, exactly. in terms of electricity. Um, Okay. Anything else to add, or should we move on? Um, no, not really. I mean, it will be very interesting, like I said, to see how this week goes in Glasgow, and if Iceland will bring anything more to the table, and if we and um, I mean, these things are really important to us, like everybody else. I mean, our, our I mean, what we saw this summer mm. was a was a clear uh, indication of things not going in the right direction. I mean, 
people in the east and the, and the north were probably over the moon about their summer, but this summer was not uh, a summer we really want to see in, the, in our island. I mean, most people in the east and the north probably, you're right, but yeah. the farmers there, it's the first time they've ever faced drought. Exactly, and I mean, the, the, the glaciers are melting and... Uh, I mean that's going to lead to uh, even more natural disasters because then the the, the volcanoes are going to be uh, more active and also just the fact I mean just the fact that the average temperature was almost two degrees higher than normally I mean that is too much mm. I mean um, and I'm not saying this as an envious citizen of Reykjavik that was sitting in the rain. <laughs> But that's, During the summer. that didn't get the same amount of headlines, but it's just as significant. The south and the west of the country had no sunshine. Exactly. None whatsoever. <laughs> None whatsoever. Crazy. It's, it was really crazy. And I mean, well, that happens. I mean, I remember that summer of 1983 when I was working outdoors the whole summer. I'm, you know, I was never, I've never been so wet in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but... Uh, so it does happen, but it's still... It is, it, is, it is freakish and you really... You know, and it really rings some bells. I mean, if we don't believe the scientists, I mean, I think we are starting to feel it on our own skin. Mm. So, yeah, it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see what comes out of Glasgow and how Iceland how Iceland will stand at the end of that. Yeah. Now, you talk about um, believing the scientists and following the advice and, and feeling things in society for our own selves. So maybe we should talk about COVID. <laughs> exactly. Because the same, kind exactly. of the same story there. Totally. Um, and a big week. Unfortunately, we've been told more than once that it's not told, but you know, we've hoped more than once that it's yeah, exactly. all over, and yeah. it isn't. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? Well, personally, my first shock was when we when we uh, when we uh, had that uh, situation in Eurovision because I'm, I'm had the had the delegation for Icelandic Eurovision uh, group, and uh, we got our uh, got our Janssen shot just before we left for for uh, Amst- for Rotterdam. Mm. But then uh, three of the group uh, got COVID. And this was kind of before the time when we realised that was a thing. Exactly. And it was like, it was a big shock, I think, to everybody. I think it was also a shock to the health authorities here in Iceland. I think I think they were also hoping that there would be a stronger, that, there, that, that uh, the, the jab would give us a stronger protection. But anyway, I mean, it's very, very clear that uh, the, uh, the uh, vaccination... Uh, means less illness and it's very very important that people listen to this and get the vaccination and uh, show some show uh, some sense uh, but it's quite shocking to see the numbers going up so fast and it, it's it's actually interesting because i mean the health authorities always tell us what will happen i mean they did say if if we let everything go there will be a new spike come yeah. November and here we are and it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. I um, suppose, I mean, the the politicians on the other side and the business leaders, they're not denying that fact. They no, exactly. They, they, they probably agreed that that would happen but they were hoping that we would be better able to deal with it. Yeah, that's, that, that's another story. And that's, I mean, about 10, 15 years ago, I joined a group or I w- went to a meeting that was... Uh, um, uh, a lobby group that was formed to fight for a, a, a new hospital, mm. a new 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 Landspitali, uh, University Hospital, and uh, basically pressing uh, the politicians and the people with power to to start doing something about it. And also, I mean, in that same meeting, 
they were talking about the education of 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 the health services basically because they knew what was coming i mean the nation is getting older if we have a disaster then our uh, system is too weak mm. and uh, so i blame it fully on the politicians they have just not been working doing their homework they haven't been listening to the scientists and they have been dragging I mean, there was has been this huge argument about where the the bloody hospital should be situated. So in the meantime, it hasn't been built. So we are too late. Mm. It's been taking too long to build this hospital, and uh, at the same time, they haven't uh, worked on the infrastructure in the in the in the health services in in terms of getting more young people to to study health science and 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 and. So that's the problem now that we don't have the nurses and the doctors to to basically man the system. And um, and uh, yeah, so it's basically, you know, the, the the politicians can talk as much as they want, but it's all their fault. I mean, it is their fault. They have uh, made the system as it is, and this is the situation that we're in. And they can, you know, and uh, many were very uh, surprised to hear how uh, different opinions there are in the government at the moment. With regard to the restrictions, totally. Yeah. I mean, uh, the conservatives are obviously totally against it. They just want the the, the hospital to suffer and the nation to suffer, uh, and uh, the the economy to to boom. Mm. <laughs> uh, but uh, the left greens are, you know, and the health minister, she probably wants to go further, like the 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 main main doctor. So it's kind of it's 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 something that was pre- totally predictable. Uh, this could happen, and uh, that's that's what's so infuriating, and that's the same like you know uh, with the, with the environment. I mean, when when things are so predictable, I mean, why on earth aren't you listening, people? Yeah, <laughs> you know, p- people with the power. I mean, you know, so and so for the rest of us, but people with power. Why aren't you listening? And why aren't you? Why aren't you getting us on board, the the nation? Mm. So, uh, but I think there's a, I think there's a there's a support for uh, the measures that have been put in place, and um, I really hope that people will take up the masks again, uh, and I really hope that people will uh, respect those measures. Yeah, I mean, one meter mask, uh, shorter opening of of of. Uh, of bars and please do not have karaoke parties you know <laughs> it's the you know i think that there are two things that should be banned that's choirs and karaoke parties that's the, that seems to be the, the where, where all the covid starts specifically in acronyms <laughs> exactly. yeah exactly. um singing yes it is true i mean that is a thing exactly yeah. you were moving around a lot more air than you I don't know do how us. many choirs I've heard of so far that's where everybody have contracted uh, yeah. uh, COVID. But then, so, of course, that's the other side of the same coin because people that argue against restrictions are saying there is so much more that's important in our society than COVID and, yeah. and singing yeah, and exactly. mental well-being go very well together. Totally. And, and no, no, so I, I agree. And I mean, I totally understand that many people have are just uh, totally fed up. But it's... Um, I, I spoke with a, a health uh, a person within the health system when we were going through that uh, our ordeal in Eurovision, and I asked her how long does this kind of pandemic take? And she said at least two years. Yes. And I mean we are not there yet. 
two years have not passed. So, so I think twenty eighth of February next year will be two years, <laughs> exactly. and then it can stop. Exactly, and then it can stop yeah. on the 29th. <laughs> is there well, a 29th? No, next I don't year? think there is a 29th. Actually, no. That's <laughs> Sometimes, right. oh, if it has to go to the next leap year, I'm I'm getting off this ride. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next subject. Um, what do you think? Uh, yes. Uh, well, AppLink. Yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge subject in Iceland at the moment. Why is it so important? They're just one union. Yeah, but they're a big union, and it's it's like it it also highlights in many ways the the problems of the the unions. You know, there are there are, I mean, what I read on social media. I don't know a lot about this, and I you know I don't have, I haven't taken any sides or anything like that. But I, it seems to be a fight between socialists and social democrats within the within the uh, the movement. So you're talking about party political lines. I here. think it is in yeah. in many ways. I mean, I think it is. Well, I think it is the question of approach. I mean, how how people see the approach. Uh, Solo Arna is very direct. Very uh, Solo Arna, sorry, she, she, and Vedar. They are very direct and very um, what you call it. They are very uh, uh, they they really go for it and they you know they just say things like they see it like it is. And sometimes use strong words, and that has really put many people's backs up. And uh, there obviously has been a huge problem in that office. And what the sad thing is that um, you know, which led to the the the, the departure of Solveana and and uh, Vedar. Uh, and it's really sad because you really feel that there, there something could have been done. Mm. They really could have. Uh, they really could have uh, solved this somehow, uh, but uh, obviously people just went into two different uh, leagues and just clashed. Mm. And then when uh, Solveana resigned, there was no turning back. Somehow that was the end of it. Yeah. And I think it's really sad. But, you know, the, the positive thing to come out of it is to see Agnieszka Eva Ziolkowska become the, the new leader of Applink, to see uh, a, a foreign worker uh, who doesn't speak Icelandic leading a huge uh, union like that in Iceland is very, very positive. And I think that's going to be, I mean, I think that's going to be, uh, I hope that's going to be a turning point for us. So but I'm talk very, about a challenge. I mean, a the worst huge, time. I mean, it's a huge challenge, but uh, I'm sure she can. Uh, but she should speak with media. Mm. You know, don't run and uh, threaten to call the police. And you know, when the media is trying to talk to you, I mean, give them a few words and you know, uh, be courteous. I, th- I thought that was, I thought that was not a good start <laughs> uh, when she had taken over in that in that meeting of the board. So, uh, but still, a very, very positive. I mean, I think that's a, a positive to see uh, see uh, people who are non Icelandic taking a lead in a in a in a big union like Eplink. I think it, yeah, I think it's very important for us. And, and a union with so many members, who exactly, are born exactly, overseas. who are born overseas. So, I mean, and, and want to and want to make Icelandic society better. I mean, uh, so it's really. I think that's very, very positive. And. Um, I really hope that this is going to be a start of uh, something new. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see more and more people who are immigrants or who come to Iceland and, and want to work here, becoming part of society. But uh, we haven't haven't really seen it 
so strongly in the in the uh, in the unions. Mm. So I think that's a that's a very good very good sign. And it's also really interesting that this story is basically about workers' rights within an organization whose mandate is to ensure workers' rights. Exactly. Elsewhere. Exactly. And, how and that's the uh, that's the that's the thing that is so uh uh, difficult about all this, you know. It's really hard to see how they, how they, uh, how how things could come to that kind of a uh, come to that kind of a, a, an end. I mean, it's really. But um, and I, I thought also I, what has annoyed me a lot in in the discussion is that it's all about egos. It's egos flying all over the place. It's all about you know, and they're all they're all suffering so much. They're all they're all. Um, uh, what you call it? They are uh, what's Fortnarlamp in 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 the victims. In They're all victims, exactly. Uh, but when at the end of the day, it really is about Epling and what Epling stands for and the people that they are supposed to be representing. I mean, mm. and that's that's where that's that's the reason I'm a little bit sad about it. I mean, why don't you put your egos aside, sit down, solve these issues, and continue with the the fight that was going pretty well, it seemed. I mean, they had managed to they had managed to 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 get good uh, uh, good uh, result out of their uh, discussion with the with the with the uh, uh, the other side. So I mean, it it yeah. And it, say what you side. will about Solveig Anna, mm-hmm. she is a strong voice. She has been an effective voice. Uh, totally, There's no two ways around that. Exactly, and I mean, I think many people think that she will now go into politics or go into you know become a, a stronger member of the Socialist Party or, or even you know even stand for the city next year. It'll be interesting to see what she does next. But I'm sure she's going to take a month or two just to to get over this and and make her next make her next step. And it's going to be also very interesting to see what's going to happen in Epling. Who's going to I mean, I think they probably will vote for a new leader mm-hmm. next year. And, uh, you know, is Agnieszka going to stand and uh, going to continue or what's going to happen? It's going to be interesting. She'll have to wait and see how she feels by then. I exactly. Mean, might, she exactly. may not want to stand. <laughs> no, exactly. But I mean, I think I mean, I think the next step is basically to, to try to to uh, get the two sides to, to sit down and, and, and come to an agreement and work together. Mm. But it's yeah, it's been it's been a sad, it's been a sad affair to watch. And you know, at the same time, you know, um, for people who are <laughs> interested in the news, also very very interesting, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, we've got time for another topic. Yes. I mean, it has to be the cats. Oh yeah, it does actually. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seemed like a bit of a random sort of out of the blue news story yes. um, but it turns out there's been a lot of discussion about this in Akuri yes. also turns out that there's been an actual ban in place for over 10 years in, in Husavik, Husavik. Yeah, exactly yeah. in Northern Think um, yeah, I, I don't really know a lot about this but you know cats have never bothered me uh, there's a lot of cats around where I live and they're you know of course, I I I run around with with uh, my water hose and try to uh, scare them away when they are going after the little birds in my garden. But still, it's kind of I don't know. I mean, isn't it just nice to have cats roaming around? Not if you're a bird. Maybe not, maybe not. But if you're a dog, it's fun. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I I I don't really know that. I mean. I think the main reason for this ban was some kind of uh, uh, that they were uh, soiling 
uh, things, but that's that I've never I've never noticed that really. That's, I that, have. Yeah, you have. Okay. I must admit, I have. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm personally I'm on on both sides of this argument because I've got a cat mm-hmm. now, but in years past I always said I would never get a cat, and yeah. that they were just you know doing their business in the flowers and and in my shed. Yes. And everything stinks. And it was not very nice. And yeah. then they're killing the birds as well. And I yeah. really like birds. Okay. Um, so you're. But on... now I have a cat. Okay. And it's a, is it the free roaming cat? You let it out. She was going to be an indoor cat. Yeah. Um, but then I relented because she seems to want and need and enjoy being outside. Exactly. Um, so she gets like four hours a day outside. So you don't. You wouldn't take her out for a walk with a with a. a I would a actually. Band. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Um, Especially maybe at the same time as the dog, because I've yes. got a dog as well. Okay. Um, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, exactly. Maybe but, maybe that's the future. Maybe we're just, you know, so used to it that... that, that, that she doesn't like it. That cat, yeah, to get the, the, the thing around her neck, no. Um, more, of then, a free, more of a free spirit. The, the week before, last week, yeah. when this news story came up, um, she did kill two birds in the same day. And it was the first time that's happened. Yeah. And it really set my mind to thinking about this issue before yeah. this news story came yeah, exactly. out. Exactly. Uh, I say if I'm too like sensitive or something, but it yeah. quite upset me. No, exactly. Yeah, and I realised exactly. it's my fault. Yeah. That's not the cat's fault. Exactly. The cat's just acting like a cat. Exactly. So where does the responsibility lie? No, that's and very true. I mean, so, yeah, I, I think, I think, I mean... You know, people are very, I mean, there are heated discussion about this, but it's mostly the people who are on the cat side that are, you know, and they are really, you know, saying ugly things about the the, the municipality, you know, the, the, the board of the municipality and things like for for doing this. But mm. but it seems to have worked quite well in Husavik. I haven't heard any cats complain, at least. Well, you wouldn't. They're shut behind the glass. <laughs> you can't hear them. <laughs> um <laughs> It, so you it know, will be interesting. In, I mean, it will be interesting how they. I mean, because they are getting a lot of, a uh, lot of uh, flake for it. So it's going to be, yeah. Indoor cats can be happy. Yes, they can certainly. Um, but you know, some cats are more predisposed to being indoors than others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a two-sided argument. Totally, and uh, and uh, I don't think there's one answer to it. But it's it's kind of. It's kind of how far go are we going to go into controlling everything, mm. you know. On the other hand, you could make the argument that dogs would enjoy being let out totally, free totally. And, and loose. And obviously that's never going to happen. No, no, so, no, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Thankfully, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like dogs roaming around. Well, because they're bigger and potentially more dangerous. Exactly. Um, but but if you made a cat the size of a Labrador. Yes, You'd have exactly the totally. same problem. Totally, I think that's that's exactly the same. Yeah. There's like little lions going all over the place. Yeah, exactly. So no, I think I think uh, yeah, uh, it's it. I I don't really have an uh, I don't really have an opinion. But you know, my my initial one was uh, is it okay to have them roaming around? But you know, mm. it's too much control in a way. But uh, in Akureyri, they they really uh, they really want to keep their town very neat. And perfect, and of course, their town is famous for its gardens, for yes. its green spaces, and clean and, cars. Yeah, and these things that well, I'm, I don't suppose cats have an opinion on the cars, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> on the gardens, yes, exactly, definitely, so. definitely, most definitely. So it would be, yeah, it would be interesting how I could really deal with it. Yeah, what's your bet? Are they going to backtrack, cancel this because it think. isn't coming into effect until twenty twenty five? Yes, exactly. 
yes, I think they will. Me I think too. they will. I think the I think the reaction has been that strong. Mm. But uh, you know, they will they will look enviously to Husavik, north to Husavik. Well it makes you wonder how they introduced it all that time ago without this backlash. Exactly, no backlash. Just very quietly. Maybe maybe there are fewer cats in that in that area. Mm. Well, well, per capita. I mean <laughs> per capita definitely. I don't know. <laughs> definitely. Right. Um that's it. Out of time. Sorry. Um, but the week in Iceland will be back again next week, Monday the 15th of November on roof.is forward slash English, Roof English on Facebook, through the Roof app and your favourite podcast platform. That just leaves me to thank my guest today, Felix Bergson. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be with you. And also Lydia Gretestotted for running the studio. We finished today's programme with the unmistakable voice of Ausgeir Tristi and his current single, Uldru- what's it called? Uldrotid. Yes. <laughs> Bye for now. Um Og báturinn hann er þú.